prn.live. Dr. Judy Mikovits is a hero in the medical freedom movement. While many of us became aware of medical corruption through our COVID experience, Dr. Mikovits, author of the book, Plague of Corruption, has been fighting this battle for decades. She was the most prominently featured contributor in the seminal film, Plandemic, directed by Mickey Willis. She came face to face with the evil Dr. Fauci as a 25-year-old scientist. When she refused to acquiesce to his corruption, she became a target. She was kidnapped. Her work was stolen. She was put through a living hell, but she's here with us today to share her story and her unique insights. It is with great honor and with great joy that I introduce the one and only Dr. Judy Mikovits. Welcome to The Baseline, Dr. Mikovits. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Jeremiah. It's a pleasure to be here. Merry Christmas. You too. Um, I'm so excited for our discussion. Um, how are you doing today, first of all? I'm doing well. I'm almost all ready for the holidays, got the grandkids taken care of, really excited about all the, all the great things that are happening. That's great. I'm so, I'm so excited to hear that. Now, I heard you say in a recent interview, um, it was a rather startling and phenomenal statement, you said that AIDS, Zika, Ebola, H1N1, all that stuff, they were all pandemics not just the recent pandemic, all those little events were pandemics that preceded what we now call the pandemic. Could you tell us about that, please, what that means? Well, well sure, um, because what that means is the, the, the mechanism of taking gain-of-function viruses along with parasites, those are thing, anything that robs oxygen from the blood, whether it, whether it be... Uh, 5G, mycoplasma, anaerobic bacteria, um, and, and, and vaccines, spraying programs of, of glyphosate, which causes the same cytokine storm. So what, what was done in everything starting with HIV in 1983, the gain of function, let's change the base pairs in the sequence of, of the, that, that is going to be expressed, injected, infection by injection. These are bioweapons, as we know from David Martin, and they have to be transfected. 
meaning across the surface. They have to be injected because if, if they're exposed to your body, these viruses, the way your mucosal surfaces, your innate immune system, if they're exposed that way, they simply won't go in. They won't be expressed, whether it's plasmids, infectious molecular clones. This was my work. I, was show, I showed in 1991 after, with my Ph.D. thesis that your innate, immune, your innate immune system was critical. And so for recognizing, because we have stem cell macrophages protecting every single organ system, lungs, liver, eyes, brain, microglia, skin, you know, keratinocytes, cup for cells in the liver, alveolar macrophages in the lungs. Those are your protective layers in the heart. Stem cells, macrophages that protect the myocardium, the pericardium. So these things that these viruses, Zika, you know, Ebola, um, 2014, all of those were injected by way of a vaccine program, put inject the sequence in cell lines, literally transform cancers growing with animal, cow, pig, horse, another human, aborted fetal stem cells. All of the vaccines were contaminated with all of the plasmids and none tested since 19. 86. Ah, I started my PhD thesis after all liability was removed from pharma because they knew exactly what they were doing with gain-of-function HIV. Why were you injecting athletes? Why were you injecting babies on the first day of life with hepatitis B vaccine? That is how gain-of-function synthetic HIV spread through the country. It never was LAV. So you spin forward to Zika. What is that? That's Brazil. Think about the natural products and natural resources. My PhD work and, and much after that was done in natural products in Brazil. I made several trips to Brazil with Dr. Rossetti. It's all in our books. There's even pictures of us. You know, so you can see how they had to take the strongest nature, the strongest biological response modifiers, the strongest people. And then you take a nothing that's been there all alone, but our immune systems keep it latent or silent. That was my PhD thesis. Again, 1991. We knew all of this, but a little too late because in 1986, all liability was removed from all of pharma. So while we discovered, and we discovered the cures for AIDS right there in the biological response modifiers program, um, and the cancers, and the neuroimmune diseases associated with AIDS, Fort Detrick, 1982 to 1987. Oh, in 1987, the, the, the National Cancer Institute closed that translational research program that, that where all of the discoveries and all of the cures were made. We don't need the speed of science, they said. It's going to take forever. So as they injected poison after poison and planned their little, you know, they had to take out Brazil. That was a spraying program and a DTP vaccination program, Zika. 
Ebola, 2014. Obama, Fauci, cover up William Thompson's confession at the CDC. I can prove absolutely every bit of it. We have absolutely every one of the samples. That's the last chapter of plague of corruption, that we weren't cowards. We saved all the data. We saved it on drives. We gave it to the FBI. We gave it to the DOJ. We gave it to the entire federal government. Everyone knew in 2011, in 2014, in 2009, when our science paper was published. So everything that was done after 2009, including H1N1, our paper was published October 23, 2009. Oh, it showed the synthetic viruses, if injected, and if, if exposed to other pathogens, a mask isolation, 5G, um, other animal components, mosquitoes. Can we accelerate the evolution, let's say, um, and of, of any of these pathogens in order to make it look like they were there all along? They weren't there all along. And they had to publish a paper the bat lady, Shei-Shing Li, is the last author on a Journal of Virology paper that was submitted Halloween on 2011. Oh, within a month of when I was kidnapped and held in that jail as, as they extorted or attempted to extort my husband and my family, threatening them with death. And we, we, we now know they carried out their death thing, um, but it took 11 years later to kill my David, we've got absolute proof of everything I say, and every level of the government knows it, whether it's Bobby Kennedy, Trump, um, Fauci. They all know because we sat in it on March 31st, 2017. We sat in Jason Chaffetz's office at, at the government. We went two by two to the Senate and Congress. That's why I say that. We know exactly. We sat there and everybody, Bobby, Dell Bigtree, Dr. Nolan Schweinder, Dr. Jack Lyons-Weiler, me, Riza Islam from the Nation of Islam um, with the Pax Immune that we had the cure for AIDS in the 80s. And they attacked the Nation of Islam as if, and you can see it on Sam Donaldson. You can see it as we go through all of these things. This was a murder program premeditated. They called it COVID. It's not a coronavirus. It's a retrovirus. Part HIV, part XMRV, syncytin, snake venom, and SARS. They couldn't do it with HIV alone, where, where we get chronic Lyme disease. No, 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 no. There's no such thing. That's a G protein, and it always was neuro-AIDS, and we needed the bioweapon, or we needed to pretend it was the bioweapon, Borrelio burgdorferi, and these were vector born diseases. Yeah, but the vectors were created at the National Cancer Institute at Fort Detrick over four decades from the minute Fauci and Gallo and company lied about HIV and AIDS, which never was LAV and never was gay-related immune deficiency. We've got all the proof. We gave it to them. They did nothing. And now it's all coming out. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Mikevitz, you're uh, you're on fire. Um, you <laughs> between the uh, the truth of what you're saying, the intensity of your personal story, and the intensity of the moment. I mean, oh my goodness, I'm just I have chills here. I have to hold myself together at the, as the host of this show. Um, you've been through a whole heck of a lot. 
Um, I don't want to draw any particular attention to a Mr. Dr. Fauci uh, in particular. I don't want to endorse him. But part of your story is you had a direct run-in with this individual. Now, we've all seen this man on television. Um, I quickly started getting suspicious of him, not from a partisan politics point of view or anything like that. I just thought it was very strange how contradictory he was and um, how he was just steering the public and not informing the public, of course, about any number of things that we could have done to support our health during a health crisis. He didn't recommend vitamin D. He didn't recommend exercise. Actually, a good friend of mine who was on to what they were doing pretty early on, he realized, he said, wait a second, if I want to preserve myself, I think I should basically do the opposite of everything they've said to do. So they said, stay inside. No, go outside and also get exercise. Um, oh, be in fear. No, fear is an immune system uh, suppressant. So no, don't be in fear, which also means communicating with your community and your family in a normal way. Um, and then, of course, all the supplements and all the various health uh, things that we could have implemented to preserve ourselves. But there was none of that. Of course, it was the vaccine only agenda. It was fear, 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 emergency vaccine. That was all they they could offer. So I didn't understand the popularity of Fauci. And then the other analogy I use for Fauci is the accolades and the praise that he was receiving to me was like, awarding the losingest coach in the league with the coach of the year award. It's like, okay, your team has the worst record in whatever sport you play. You're the coach of the year? Well, how do you come to that conclusion? Um, you know, I just didn't understand the praise when the United States was having the worst COVID outcome in the world, despite our wealth and our healthcare infrastructure and so on. So without focusing on, on that individual, um, you know, in, in, a, in any particular way, just if you could give us a sense of, of what is a guy like that, how, how do you characterize his agenda? I mean, what is he trying to do? I mean, it, it seems like it's not just about money. Money doesn't seem to sufficiently explain this, this thing that he's involved in, this, this, this agenda that's played out over decades. And then I'll also add, which we've mentioned on this show before, it was very strange when he said in Georgetown University, right at the very beginning of the Trump administration, I think it might have been after Trump had won the election but um, hadn't taken the oath of office yet, it might have been in that little window, or if not shortly after Trump took office, he made that statement in a Georgetown speech where he said, and there will be a surprise outbreak, which I found so strange, and I always point to the phraseology of how he said that. He didn't say, and we always have to be prepared for a surprise outbreak, which could happen at any time. He said, and there will be a surprise outbreak. I found that so chilling. So what could you tell us about this individual and, and the type of agenda that he's pursuing? What do you make of it? Well, well, it's simple because, again, when I was 25 years old, I'm a technician um, and in 1983, technicians couldn't publish papers. You had to have a Ph.D. MDs couldn't publish papers. You had to have a Ph.D. Um, you know, and this is, you know, MDs papers are just propaganda because they use statistics and not data. Um, and and uh, 
I can I can show you 99% of that literature is absolutely true and criminal fraud as now many MDs are showing you like Pierre Corey, Jane Thorpe, um, you can see the fraud when you know how to read the literature, that's what I was saying. So what I can tell you about that individual is um, again, 1983, the summer of 1983, Luc Montagnier has isolated LAV, lymphadenopathy virus, and associated it with gay-related immune deficiency. Gay-related immune deficiency. Hmm. Not LAV equals HIV equals AIDS. So overnight, or almost overnight, between 83 and 85, um, it wasn't Fauci. It's Gallo, it's Chabner, and it's the National Cancer Institute. Hmm. And again, if Fort... Dietrich, with the Russian and the Chinese and the Japanese all in our labs, DARPA, BARDA, you know, USAMRID, U.S. Army Research Institute Infectious Disease, all of those people are where I was working as a technician. I had a run-in with him. I'm National Cancer Institute, or the contractor that serves the National Cancer Institute. Why is that a problem? Ah, because when Ronald Reagan took office in 1980, he ran on a campaign of stopping, of, of reducing the size of the federal government. But what did he do? Oh, he made us all contractors. He fired a bunch of low-level technical staff people. We all lost our jobs as a reduction in force in 82. And, and um, but all of these are... are our, our proof and testimonies, and what I'm telling you is in our book, Ending Plague, which published the summer, August of 2021. Ending Plague, August of 2021. Um, get it. I'd encourage the audio um, because then you can start to see exactly what I'm talking about. And this is the most heavily censored book of all time because nobody knows about it. Bobby Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci, which came out, Three months later, and there's already a documentary movie from uh, October 10th or 11th of 2022. This book was so censored. They acted as if there was a year in between all of this happening to cover up. What Tony Fauci and Bob Gallo said when, when we isolated and confirmed Luc Montagnier's isolation of LAV, which never was HIV. Ah, and Celia Farber's book, um, Serious Adverse Events, which was re-released this year. Listen to those two books, Ending Plague and Celia Farber's book, and you start hearing how all of this is intended to cover up that for, since the early 60s, all of these aborted fetal cell lines, all of these SV40 containing transfected containing things actually been injected um, into children generations. Ah, and, and what didn't they do? Oh, they didn't cause AIDS or anything else. LAV did nothing. It was kept latent. It's a Delta virus. It's lymphadenopathy. It's so slow, it's uh, nothing, sorry, HDLV1, the Delta virus that doesn't kill anybody. That's the first isolated human disease-associated retrovirus before molecular technology. It's the only virus 
that is not gain-of-function. So LAV was not gain-of-function, and it doesn't even exist anymore because the, the gay men, IV drug users and prostitutes, the only ones Tony Fauci said could be infected by HIV. In 2021, the leading cause of death in, in women of childbearing age was HIV AIDS injected on day one of life in every hepatitis B vaccine, knowingly, intentionally to change the epigenetics. That's my life work. Epigenetics were not our genes, were expression of our genes. Tony Fauci's problem was he is, he literally is a mass premeditated murder to cover up four decades of experimenting on women and children, athletes, blacks, the military, the best and the brightest of our country in order to see how to drive the poisons. So in 2009, when our paper came out of the bioweapons, and this had nothing to do, I love David Martin for leaving me. Everybody knows I'm a plow horse, but he leaves me the hole to run through that hopefully anybody can run through in a football analogy. Right, Montana <laughs> the rice. <laughs> he, he gives you the Ralph Barrick and continues to say 2004. But everything before 2004 was HIV AIDS, and everything was done by Fauci and Gallo and the entire government to cover up that since 1986, not a single, not a single safety study was done on a single shot uh, before all liability was removed. And the only people who stood in the way were the contractor. I'm a hired gun. You do what they tell you to do or you're fired. Well, I quit. But I kept going and never stopped telling the truth. All three of our books proved Tony Fauci, the day HIV was said, HIV! Causes AIDS. Think any way else and you're dead. No, it wasn't HIV. It never was HIV. Didn't mean there wasn't an HIV. and Didn't mean there wasn't AIDS. But Magic Johnson would never get it. Antibody positive is immune. Ah, so even if they inject it, if you never inject another vaccine, mRNA from monkeys, mouse, cows, XMRV, Zeno, foreign, monkey, mouse, another human being, another human being. There's no such thing as a humanized antibody. Each of us will recognize the difference between self and non-self. His problem in 2009 was he, misogynistic, woman-hater, black-hater, gay-hater, literally had to cover up four decades of premeditated murder. Because in 1991, when I defended my PhD thesis, one million people were infected with HIV-AIDS. In 2009, when our paper published showing you the XMRVs that are part HIV from the hepatitis B vaccine, part XMRV, the gamma retrovirus, the key snake venom peptide, enabling that virus to infect the sperm and the egg, every cell in the body. Our body has a defense called human, gamma retrovirus W. We don't attack ourselves. We attack non-self. 
no such thing as autoimmunity. You don't attack yourself. There's no such thing as BRCA1, a breast cancer gene. Our God didn't give us genes for cancer. XMRV first associated with prostate cancer when you didn't have a particular enzyme called RNA cell, a single base pair change, R462Q, arginine to glutamic acid, at the 462nd position. See, what he can't ever say is anything having to do with data, and that's the only thing I talk about. He killed millions of Americans because in 2009, on October 23rd, he was liable, and so was the entire federal government. Deborah Burks, Robert Redfield, oh, they injected the military with HIV in the 90s. Remember Desert Storm, anyone? Oh, the same cytokine storm of a desert, a little dust flying through the air, anyone? Same cytokine storm of Ebola that Fauci and Obama shipped to Sierra Leone in 2014 to cover up William Thompson's confession. Oh, that that little MMR, three RNA viruses, injected into vulnerable, the blacks, the people without, uh, with the strongest vitamin D receptors. All of this was intentional to cover up four decades of destroying our food, destroying our water, destroying our air, and then put it all together. When you put it on your face, you isolate somebody, you take them out of the sunshine, you put poisonous hydrocarbon medicines injected in on every skin layer. Oh, you see what the problem is? Because Peter Duesberg was right. Aneuploidy, aneuploidy, syncytia. The, the formation of every one of these clots, the stickiness of an Alzheimer, uh, uh, you know, prion, a protein expressed outside the cell improperly folded that causes disease. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing the, um, um, you know, the, the data keeps showing. So what they do to cover up the data. Now, when our paper published, um, 3%, 4%, 8% of America had one form of, of HIV, XMRV, or, or SARS from the original SARS. And, and they put them all together in a 2004 paper published by Moore et al. with both all levels of the government, published it and injected SARS-CoV-2, a monkey pararetrovirus humanized humanized to escape the, the best and the brightest in every layer of our immune system injected in every polio vaccine why do you think they said oh bill gates oh let's get in pandemic indoctrination oh let's just give it to the doctors and nurses first and as we heard on the high wire yesterday the highwire.com the jeffrey jackson prog it was it was report. It was just beautiful. Ah, we just gave it to the mentally retarded. Oh, here's your Hitler, folks, and his name isn't Trump. His name is Fauci, and they're covering up for each other and for decades of a cult called scientism in the experimentation on our best and our brightest. Wow, incredible information, Dr. Judy Mikovits. We're going to have to. 
listen to this episode a few times through and through because your knowledge is just so expansive. It's uh, it's astonishing. It's truly astonishing. Now, let's fast forward to the current state of affairs, the, the COVID situation that we've lived through for we're approaching the fourth year of this madness, this pandemic madness. What do you think was the thrust behind the COVID agenda? My question is, and I've asked others this question, but I'd love to hear your answer. Why did they want to inject everyone so badly? What was the deal with that? Is it just a money greed thing? And maybe we could throw some, you know, exercise of power, authoritarian stuff in there too. Is it a depopulation agenda? As Mike Eden suggested, he was the first person I heard, I think, just come right out and say it. And now many people are saying there's a depopulation agenda that's being executed here. Um, Then there's also the very kind of sci-fi, it's kind of abstract, but in this world of technology, I'm going to put on the table, sorry, call me a conspiracy theorist, whatever, I really don't care, injectable operating system. Cell phones weren't good enough. We need to, as Yuval Noah Harari said, COVID will be remembered as the time historically where surveillance goes under the skin, as he said, with such delight in his voice. So what are these folks trying to do? What was the deal with trying to inject everything? I mean, they injected zoo animals, for Christ's sake, some of which have died suddenly. They wanted to inject six-month-old babies. They were chomping at the bit to just continue to lower the age at which you could inject someone. And I found it strange that um, they had such little interest in the fact that they quickly discovered that whatever so-called immunity they claimed to provide, a a window of protection, because, of course, you didn't get immunity you got oh, supposedly a window of protection. It was quickly waning protection. So why would you inject a six-month-old with that? You're just going to keep pumping them up with these crazy shots for their entire lives, and that's the new human existence. You're getting synthetic mRNA garbage injected into you, and people think that's a good idea. What do you think was the deal with why they wanted to inject everyone, Dr. Judy Mikovits? Um, What's the deal with that? The deal is they had to pretend, as I just said in the last segment, They had to pretend it was there all along. SARS-CoV-2 was injected in every day old baby since 2004 in every two-month-old. So they, as, as, uh, uh, again, Dale Bigtree and the High Wire and Gert Vandenbosch showed us, you would destroy the immune system. They created the explosion of chronic disease with these things that maybe provided acute immunity for a week or so, but destroyed the immune response to the next variant and the next variant. So they literally crippled the immune system of everyone. And I think J&J, Johnson & Johnson, in their, in their commercial, we've got you from cradle to grave. Well, God's got you from, from conception, um, from conception um, to everlasting life as long as you don't inject it. This was not just the depopulation, depopulation program, but a depopulation of very specific people and cultures. The best and the brightest are doctors, are nurses, so that they could indoctrinate you into another way of thinking. 
so that they could change all of data so you believe a propaganda narrative that somehow your God didn't make an immune system good enough that you need to do inject a day-old baby. They had to do our animals. They had to do, look at the Shei-Shing Lee paper. She's the last author. I'll put it up, make sure it's front and center on our website. It was a meta-analysis. In two, submitted Halloween 2011. Haha, very funny. Um, I was fired September 29, 2011, um, while I gave this talk in Ottawa and I showed the entire world that exactly the data of all the plasmid contamination. And again, it didn't matter whether the plasmid, your immune system, would respond. The plasmids were never expressed. The plasmids were never associated with the disease. XMRV, the synthetic one called VP62, didn't have an immune response or an antibody in, a, in another human. What did was the variants when they destroyed the immune system in the autistic. This was to kill the autistic the cancer patients. They had to put it in the plant. Plants have retroviral genomes and protection. They make GMO, genetically modified food, is not of God. Cows don't eat corn. You know, so all of our book, Ending Plague, shows you my 40-year career showing how genetically modified organisms are destroying the ecosystem of all our lives so that we're being poisoned. And so Fauci's plan and the big problem is they didn't want people to realize all injections. This is a disease to affect the economy of nations. And this was the beautiful forward by Hillary Johnson in our first book, Plague, published November 16, 2014. They knew exactly what they were doing when they turned the narrative away from XMRV that we proved our God-given immunity as long as you didn't inject. Standard vaccines increase the transcription, the DNA being written to mRNA. It's molecular biology 101. When a man is dead, they're making no viruses. No virus caused any of this they had because our god-given immune system as long as you don't poison the blood poison the blood supply this is cover-up they had to say it was in that bat cave all along oh a meta-analysis look what we found in bat poop in the cave how did you get vp62 an infectious molecular clone out of fort dietrich out of the case western out of the cleveland clinic out of China, out of Spain, out of uh, um, all those vaccines that you ingested since 2004, SARS-CoV-2. Of course the PCR test will test positive, but not if the innate immune system is healthy. This was a cover-up and premedicated murder of 8%. How did Ed Dow get it exactly right? And he said to me in January this year, Judy, I don't get it. Why it was primarily women and children. Oh, because Tony Fauci said in HIV that HIV couldn't infect women and children. Remember Ryan White? Remember Arthur Ashe? 
Remember all the people that died, including Superman and his wife of non-smoking-related cancers? Hmm. Oh, the cancer explosion right now. The autoimmunes, we created an industry, you know, and every commercial on TV is fraud. And they know it as they off their drugs and hope that we'll take their poison. What do they know now? Nobody's going to take their shots. Nobody's going to go in a drugstore with a pharmacy in it as they shoot around their synthetic viruses, as they've done every year. Out come the pumpkins and out come the flu season. There never was a flu season. It was always injection and spread by infection. And the realization now is that vaccination is not immunization. It's sterilization and extermination. And that was the plan. And the great news is everybody's waking up to that. And everybody, if we can stop the injection uh, and the ingestion of genetically modified anything, we can save all of humanity and it takes nothing. Our immune systems are really strong. And the reason I can say that is I got every bit of it. Yeah, I had a little Ebola problem last week as I'm bleeding out the eyes, nose, skin as they hit you with their 5G bioweapon and whatever their glyphosate spraying near the ground where we're presenting. And hey, it's like, yeah, you stay out of fear, as you say. Keep the mask off. Keep your head. Keep your head. I know how to do this. We cured Ebola in 2014 with a little hydroxychloroquine, um, uh, saline infusions, and prayer. We've got this, folks. And they're not going to do another thing as long as we figure out uh, our God-given immune systems and the plants and drugs and therapies that the taxpayers' true immune therapies, orally bioavailable cures for HIV AIDS, and we give it away. And on the streets of San Francisco, we have to by law, because that's the law. Oh, wait a minute. They act up. Yeah, you know, they killed the gays. That was Fauci's first hatred. Oh, man, that guy's ugly. And I can show you every bit of proof, and you'll see it. This is, this is Satan incarnate, and, and it's ugly. And if, uh, you know, if, if people continue to worship, you know, the Antichrist, you'll, you'll, you'll get what what you expect but i think the great news is we've all walked away and if we can stop the injected and and the and the injections totally and we can keep people away from that poisonous gmo genetically modified is not of god endogenous is given by god exogenous is from the outside injected in that bat cave they had four thousand viruses metagenomic analysis of poop in a bat cave in China. Chasing Lee, the last author, Journal of Virology. Oh, it was accepted in January of 2012 after I was let out of jail with my husband threatened to the point of, you say one word, <laughs> and, 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 and they all die. Well, <laughs> um, you know, we, he kept his vow to me. Um, but on his deathbed in 2021, that when they murdered him, and we have absolute proof, Tony Fauci and, and, and Governor Newsom murdered David Noldy in retaliation for Judy Noldy, his wife, who, didn't, who refused to shut her name. My name, after October 7, 2000, my lawful God-given name, I left the cult of scientism, and my name 
is, is Judy Nolby. And, and they thought they got away, but, you know, I, I say the queen, you know, Fauci, you know, thought he had checkmate, but King Jesus had another move, and that's millions of honest Americans, doctors, people who never stop telling the truth, and they've been calling me these last four years, and I thank God for every one of them that stood up and admitted they made a mistake, and, and now we've caught them, you know, all of them proof, red-handed, and all we're just waiting is for, um, I guess, Congress to do the right thing, because they're all liable as well right now. So let's see what happens with a little, you know, um, Fauci. Um, uh, uh, what, what is he testifying? Oh, like he testified February 27th, uh, 2019, uh, and Rand Paul, where he admitted that the measles vaccine causes encephalitis where he admitted and nobody, it said, you know, he said, oh, it doesn't. And it said right there in the data safety sheet. So he lied to Congress then, and nobody did anything. I'm waiting for them to do their job. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, he perjured, himself, he, he perjured himself over and over again in such a bald-faced, brazen way. I mean, wow. What, what is admirable about that? I, I just don't get it. You're giving us um, an incredible overview in terms of the the struggle for humanity at this point. I mean, we need to save the human race. Now, let me ask you from the point of view of a father. I'm a father of two young children. And just so you know, and for everyone who's listening, I've always been perfectly clear about my background and where I'm coming from. I'm an electric bass player. I've been on the road with a lot of different bands. I'm also a chess teacher. I've taught people of all different ages and experience levels chess for like the past 20 years. I'm interested in a variety of other things. I practice the martial arts. Now I'm a citizen journalist. I've been writing some articles. Please check out my new Substack. It came out just early this morning, shortly after midnight. Um, so I do all these different things, but I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm a lay person. I'm learning as much as I can through all of this and through hosting this program, but I'm not trying to administer medicine on anyone. I'm just learning as well as I can. I believe we're all capable people and we can all try to understand as well as possible. So from the point of view of just a father, can you tell me what I should know about vaccines in general? Because I entered this situation, I was not quote unquote anti-vax. I'm, I'm actually somewhat regretful that my young children have received some basic vaccines in their in their lives. I thought, oh yeah, vaccines are for your health, for your safety. I thought absolutely not with the COVID shots. But now because of this whole COVID situation and how trust has been violated so thoroughly, it makes you, you should make you go back and question, well, hmm, what about these other products? I mean, you can't say they're completely trustworthy, untrustworthy and corrupt in this instance, but then, oh yeah, I'm going to trust you about all this other stuff. It seems like if someone or something is corrupt, well, they'll probably continue to be corrupt. So I'm just wondering, for example, um, you know, the thing that we're always told, well, what do you want to do? Go back to the days when everyone was dying of smallpox and, um, and polio. That's crazy, that anti-vax craziness. What do you think, from your scientific point of view, what would happen to society if we just stopped vaccinating people? Would, would there be an emergence of polio, et cetera, et cetera? What do you think about that? Um, absolutely not. In fact, you know, the polio vaccine has caused every case of polio, the injection that we've seen 
you know, since sanitation cleaned up, it was sanitation. This is the work of Suzanne Humphreys and many other people that show you. 1962, well before the vaccines, all of measles. And in fact, I should point you to Dr. Dr. Jim Noenschwinder, a pediatrician from Michigan. And he gave a beautiful talk on, you know, you know, <laughs> about, you know, these vaccines. You know, what about polio? This is all we ever hear. Let's just go back to what about smallpox? No, no vaccine ever gave life, no injection. Remember, immune therapy is not a vaccine. I spent my whole life developing 45 years immune with natural products. That's what I was explaining. With natural products from plants, immune therapy. Um, oh, wonderful. <laughs> so, immune therapy, um, biological response modifiers, how our God-given immune system can be fed in order to prevent disease. So every single shot has caused the disease. And what they do is the same thing they did in COVID. They change the name. Oh, they just call it acute flaccid paralysis or acute flaccid myelitis. And I was showing all of these data. I served as an expert witness in, in the vaccine injury compensation program, both at George Washington University, that teaches that aspect of law. And, and in many other cases, for exactly how these injections were causing diabetes, cancer, 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 psychosis, hmm. um, uh, uh, autism, uh, epilepsy, Down's syndrome. Look at what we've got an explosion of. And as, as we heard yesterday... Oh, if you give, if, um, this is the highwire.com yesterday, yeah. and, and Andy, Andy Wakefield. Yeah. If you give mumps, you know, mumps, measles, oh, so the, the virus is there, and you don't cough. So your immune response is desensitized. Oh, you don't cough. So you think you're protecting that baby grandparent when you're forced to get a DTAP shot. Mm. Remember, I said this whole thing started with DTP. Oh, that was Zika. Let's do your little experiment on Zika and DTP. In, in 20, you know, what, 17, you injected people in Brazil with DTP, knowing full well when you remove the acellular, DTAP, debris, the animal, mRNA, DNA, and protein that the antigen was made in, that the vaccine was made in. We never removed any of that. And, you, and so that's why they had to inject in Zika. Right. This is all a cover-up. So DTP on the unwitting Brazilians, that, that shot should have never been given again after 1984. And now they're trying to that's mandate COVID shots for young babies in Brazil. They've been Lula da Silva, who's supposed to be a progressive man of the people. I mean, he's just become Mr. Biosecurity, Mr. Pharma in Brazil. Like, wow, what a, what a hack he turned out to be. He got uh, elected in prison. And just as soon as he took the oath of office, became the biosecurity king of Brazil, saying you have to uh, vaccinate your baby, otherwise you're going to lose benefits and access to other things in society. And we need to take this was the march. This is the goal by the Satanist. You just named them all. Yo Nuval Harari. You just you named the goal. The goal. It's a cult yeah. called scientism. It has nothing to do with God's natural laws. 
which are discovery. That's discovery. You don't invent. You don't GMO. You don't genetically modify God. God didn't make cancer-causing genes or oncogenes. Mm. You know, so we know the people that were given Nobel Prize are part of the satanic cult. Yeah. Remember, what did what was Nobel? Oh, he made dynamite. Yes, kill people. Right. The American <laughs> equivalent is called the Lasker Award. Oh, that's that little genocide prog- program called sterilization. You know, oh, that's the Lasker Award. Look it up who it is. Yeah. You know, we could see. So we're giving the, these prizes to people perpetrating murder. Yeah. You know, why is Hillary Clinton, when she was Secretary of State in 2011, after I was jailed and they, you know, and kidnapped and held there, after they thought they had checkmate and they didn't realize, you know, the modest people saved every bit of the proof that they couldn't scare us away, Rossetti and Mikevitz, no, because all the way back in 1983, when, when Fauci started it the first time, I never worked for him. I worked for the National Cancer Institute for 22 years. We hold the patent for, for the PCR for COVID. They just called it in all the variants ah, that we submitted a, April, April 6th of 2010. And on today, 12-22-2011, after I was let out of jail, a certain patent was reissued. Oh, and Frank Rossetti in the National Cancer Institute's name was taken off the PCR for the variant of XMRVs, or should I say COVID-associated synthetic RNA. What do they tell you? The blessing of COVID was it taught us what to do with synthetic RNA. Now we have to kill everybody. That's why they're injecting, oh, yeah, let's mandate it around the world. Because then we cover up what happened in Brazil in Zika in 17. Then we cover up what happened in Sierra Leone in 14 with the Ebola that Fauci, remember, she was Secretary of State. Didn't we just hear that? Yeah, I mean, these people are all death merchants as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they're just death merchants. I mean, you know, look at uh, Joe Biden. You know, he he spent a lot of time trying to incarcerate people. And then he spent a lot of time trying to start wars and and vote yes for war at every opportunity. So when a guy like that offers you a medical intervention, say no. That would be the smart thing to do from my point of view. And I, I get so infuriated by it because I just feel that when we failed to say no, when so many people failed to say no, they set back the people's movement so far. It was such a violation of trust. It's like, no, they don't have it like that in terms of trust with the people. They have not taken care of the people in a manner that we should turn around and say, oh yeah, we trust you with a medical intervention of the kind that you're suggesting. And one thing I find really interesting about the general sort of um, reality of dealing with doctors and going into medical institutions is that, and I've seen this firsthand, I'm not going to waste time because we don't have much time left with any particular stories, but I'll just say I've seen with my family, with myself, with close friends and, and whatnot, people who they have a medical situation of one kind or another, could be a tumor, could be a new condition of some kind. And so often, it seems like in general, the doctor says, we, we don't really know. It, it could be this. It could be that. Don't speculate. There's nothing you could have done. 
We're just going to have to do the surgery. We're just going to have to do the intervention. So I just find it to be such an incredible contrast with they just they don't know most of the time. They're, they hypothesize it was probably this. It may have been that. But then we're not supposed to question them at all. And we're not supposed to say, well, could it have been maybe the vaccine that I received when I was a child? Or, you know, why do I have this sudden condition that's emerged? They don't have an explanation, but they want to arrogantly say, well, don't don't question what, what we're doing and what we're telling you to do. Just just do everything that we say. Don't question it. But we don't really know why these things are happening to people. We don't know why the autism rate is increasing. We don't know why there's all these cancers. It's just it's the way that it is. But then we're not supposed to question. So it's such a contradiction in terms of vaccines. Again, I'm concerned, again, just as a layperson trying to understand this stuff, that Again, all of these um, various disorders, like you suggested, Alzheimer's even, uh, is, is Alzheimer's that little, that little bit of aluminum that they injected into you many years back and then it kind of just starts sinking into your brain in a different kind of way? Like, are, are you suggesting that, that the cancers, the, the autoimmune disorders, all these things, that a lot of this can be traced back to childhood vaccines that are like sitting in our bodies like ticking time bombs to give us all the diseases and various things that they have no explanation for when they're diagnosed not a suggestion absolute proof yes they've caused the explosion of childhood cancer of every cancer of triple negative breast cancer and somebody who doesn't even have breasts at 13 in our military we've done all of these in vaccine court absolute proof not a suggestion. There you go. See, I mean, let's take, let's get serious about this, folks. Like, this is our existence on the planet here. Like, if you can't fight for that, I don't know what to say to you at this point. Like, come on, guys. Your life is worth fighting for, and the life of your loved ones is worth fighting for. So we're almost out of time. We have five minutes left. Um, I wish we had just, like, a few hours to talk to you, Dr. Mikovits. Your Your knowledge is just... Um, it's astonishing and it's inspiring, actually. And, uh, and your courage is the most inspiring thing. I mean, you are such a beloved figure in the medical freedom movement, and rightfully so. I mean, you feel like an aunt or something to the movement. It's like, even the way you were willing to join me on this program, I appreciate that. It, it's so heartfelt. And I feel that there really are a lot of good folks in this movement and we need more people to join on board and just start spreading the truth, start speaking up, start sharing the information, start the conversations, start challenging these various administrations, whether it's a presidential administration or a school board. We can't let them manhandle us anymore because they're shortening our lives and they're ending our lives with these protocols and, you know, it's so clear, it's so obvious, they're not thinking about our wellness and our well-being. That's not true at all. So um, with the uh, couple moments that we have left, uh, Dr. Judy, I'm sorry, could you tell me your, your name that you, that you prefer? Um, the Dr. Judy is fine. The real com is our website, therealdrjudy.com. Dr. Judy, um, you know, my, my pen name, my cult name is still Mikevitz. All the work I did at the National Cancer Institute and all I brought with me to industry and academia was done at the National Cancer Institute between June 10th, 1980 and uh, 
and um, May 11th, 2001. Um, so that all of that work is is under the name of Mikevitz before, you know, I got married, um, and I didn't leave. I got married October 7th of 2000, and I didn't leave the Cancer Institute till May 11th of 2001. So all of that belonged to my husband David as well. So that intellectual property belongs to the taxpayer because, as you just heard, you funded the taxpayers funded every bit of this. So the taxpayers own the cures. We own the diagnostic strategy, and all we have to do is walk away from the cult, and everybody wins. Right. I mean, that's a pretty clear path to victory, everyone. I mean, please listen to Dr. Judy. She is very experienced in this struggle. I mean, as experienced as any one of our frontline soldiers. Um, I want everyone to please enjoy your holidays, of course. Enjoy your time off with your family. Um, please subscribe to my Substack if you haven't already. Please hit me up on Twitter. I'm just crawling my way up the Twitter wall, just manually building myself up because I'm clearly shadow banned. I mean, I won't get into that, but it's it's very obvious. So I have to do things manually. I feel like I'm walking across the country from New York City to California. It's like, oh, uh, I won't have the luxury of a vehicle, so I'm going to have to do this by foot. But if you can help me uh, step by step build up this platform, the whole point of this platform is to enhance the conversation, to make brilliant guests like Dr. Judy available to our audience so we can all be more informed and, uh, and hopefully inspired as well. So I want to thank you again, Dr. Judy. Um, you are such a luminary. I'm, I'm so in awe that we were able to have you on the show. I hope we can have you again at some point soon. Um, the archive of this program will be available Monday, so if people were working or couldn't hear it live by some chance, the information is on record. And um, thank you again, Dr. Judy. You, you are really uh, a treasure to our movement. Well, well thank you, Jeremiah. It's, um, and, and I hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas, and I know the new year is going to be so much better because once we wake everybody up to the truth, um, it's easy to see the Christ when when you when you see the Antichrist when when you know Christ and the one true uh, the one way to, to true life and we can get back to all of humanity um, and and with with literal or no effort just love love wins and that's God is love and love wins so love is the reason for the season so I hope you have a fabulous uh, um, holiday season and and enjoy it and, and keep speaking that truth and love because, yeah, it's a little challenging, but we appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again. And next week we have Dr. Lenny Horowitz, who's a sound frequency specialist and also has some pretty firm anti-vaccine views of his own. And uh, he's an oral surgeon, so another fascinating interview lined up. And thank you again for listening. And thank you, Dr. Judy, and please subscribe to my Substack. Check out the article I just released. And peace and love to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy, uh, happy everything. Happy New Year and um, Merry Christmas and whatever you may celebrate. Hope you enjoy yourselves and peace and love to everyone. Thank you.